Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. program created by Rio Grande. Portland police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 299 regarding a murder. Be on the lookout for a man known as Gas Pipe Jack. Height 5 feet 9 inches, weighs about 175 pounds. This man is armed and dangerous. That's all. Rose and <laughs> Crime. 
We shall learn as our program progresses how one man learned this to his sorrow. Shadows of late afternoon were beginning to edge their ways over the rooftops of Portland, Oregon, and to settle into the streets below. Through their lowering gloom, a young man, his hardened features partially concealed under the turned down brim of his slouch hat, moved furtively along the sidewalk of one of the city's less prosperous business sections. He stopped in front of a second hand store owned by Morris Zelinsky, threw a last cautious glance up and down the street, and turned towards the doorway. Good afternoon, sir. I can do something for you, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, you can do something for me. Whatever it is you want. If I got it in stock, you can bet it's the best, mister. If I ain't got it in stock, well, I can get it for you anyhow. Don't worry. You got what I'm looking for in your place, all right? Sure, I wouldn't doubt it. All you got to do is tell me what you want. If it's closed, I got bargains that would surprise you. All good material. And this week, I have special price I know. Ah, no, I ain't looking for no new duds. Let me see one of them. Yes. Yeah. Let me see one of them suitcases you got piled up on them shelves at the back of the store. Oh, it's a suitcase you want. I just got the thing. Okay, okay. Trot some of them down for me. I come along. I'll show you. I got one back here. You couldn't be anywhere for the price. All durable leather. Yeah, yeah. As I'm uh, getting a dark. Uh, uh, wait, I'll turn on the light so you can see that. Uh, never mind that. I don't want no light on, see? Don't want the light, but you can see that. Well, uh, the electric lights bother my eyes. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, maybe you should be seeing an eye doctor. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, you could carry the merchandise up front by the door. There's plenty of light there to see. Now, here's just a suitcase for a young fella like you. Classy looking, plenty of floor space, and almost like brand new. Yeah, yeah, it looks all right, but uh, I'd rather see that big one up there in the corner. The one on the top shelf. The black one, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Sure, I could make you a good price on that suitcase. A base while I bring over the stepladder. Sure, take your time. There's no hurry. It's all right. Now, uh, would you mind to hold the ladder for me while I climb up? Huh? One time it slipped and I was for ten days in bed. Oh, okay, sure, I'll hold it. Thanks. I'll have the suitcase for you in two sets. Oh, yeah? That's what you... Oh. Yeah. Not cold. Never knew what hit him. Now, where's that cash drawer? Ah, here we are. Well, not bad, not bad. <laughs> and just like taking candy away from a baby... What a dumb cluck I was not to think of this angle before. Uh-oh. Coming out of it. Okay, dope. Here's a piece of gas pipe you can keep to remember me by. Have you had a report on Zelinsky's condition? 
The doctors at the receiving hospital say it's critical. His skull was fractured, and they seem to think his brain might be injured. I see. If he lives, they doubt he'll ever completely regain his sanity. Well, if that's the case, there's not much hope of Zelinsky being able to give us a description of the man who slugged him. Doesn't look like it. We've got to get that slugger. If we don't, well, I'm afraid there's liable to be more victims. That's true. I want you to detail four plain clothes and one of the job priority. Get them up into the north end as soon as you can. There aren't any special instructions. They'd have to think and act for themselves. Yeah. Yes, and another thing. Yes, sir. Uh, make it plain to your men that we can't afford to let that slugger strike again. Because the next time, it may be a case for the homicide squad. <laughs> began the almost hopeless task of tracking down a criminal who had left no clues. A man whose name and description were unknown to the police. A vicious thug, cunning enough to cover his trail and bold enough to walk the streets without fear of arrest. And then, on the day following the slugging of Morris Zelinsky, a stranger walked into a saloon that was situated within the block of the scene of the crime. Hey! Hey, bartender! How about a little service? Okay, coming right up. Boy, oh boy, have I got a hangover from last night. Yeah, well, I suppose a fellow's got to expect him now and then. What'll it be? Uh, give me a shot of whiskey. Any special kind? You want bourbon or what? No, no, a shot of your bar rice, good enough. All right, here. Yeah. <coughs> oh, boy. Hey, that first drink on the morning after sure goes down hard, don't it? Yeah? But I'm a diehard. Go ahead, pour me another one. Okay. down a little easier. Hey, uh, maybe when those drinks start to take hold, I'll begin to feel more like a human again. You must have been on a bender. <laughs> I was. And boy, did I spend a lot of dough. You did, huh? I'll say I did. But what do I care? There's plenty more dough where that came from. <laughs> You're lucky. I wish I could say that sometimes. Fill it up again? Huh? Oh, sure, sure. Even after last night, I still got some of my bankroll left. Yep. Yeah, he's looking at you. Speaking of bankrolls, uh, <sighs> see the morning papers? Nah. Nah, when I got up this morning, I felt too terrible to even think about reading a newspaper. Some guy grabbed himself off a nice little piece of change yesterday afternoon. Yeah? Only a block from here. How? He uh, slugged Morris Zelensky, a fellow who runs a second-hand store down the street ways, and cleaned out the cash drawer. Oh, he slugged him, huh? Yeah, hit him over the head with a piece of gas pipe. The guy carried the pipe rolled up in a newspaper. Suppose it wouldn't attract attention, I guess. Well, that's one way of getting dough. Yeah, but only a rat would pull a stunt like that. Oh, yeah? Poor old Mars is in the hospital with a fractured skull. They're not even sure he'll live. Well, now, ain't that too bad? That yeah, is. Uh, <laughs> how much did the guy get, do you know? No, the paper didn't say. Looks like they got half the Portland Police Department out looking for him, though. Ah, get him. them dumb cops can't catch nobody. Say, uh, you haven't got a paper here, have you? Sure, somewhere. Yeah. Want to look at it? Yeah. Here you are. Thanks. And, uh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Morris Zelinsky, proprietor of a store located at 3rd and Couch Street, is in a critical condition at the Mercy Hospital. The rally resulted being slugged by an unknown bandit late yesterday. Motive apparently was robbery, but the only clues discovered by police is a piece of gas pipe used by Zelinsky's assailant as a weapon in the newspaper in which the pipe was wrapped. Zelensky was found unconscious in the rear of the store by friend Robert Bloomfield, who has since posted a reward of $100 hey, for the arrest. Hey, uh, I'd like to get that reward, huh? Hey, who is this guy, Robert Bloomfield? 
What's the idea of him buttoning into this thing? He's an old friend of Morris's. He runs a second-hand store, too, over on 2nd Street, just a block away from Morris's place. Well, now, ain't that something? So this guy Bloomfield runs a second-hand store, too, does he? Yeah. Over on 2nd Street, huh? That's right. Well. And he couldn't afford that reward easy, too. Old man Bloomfield's worth plenty. Oh, yeah? How do you know? Oh, everybody around here knows that. He's been in business in this neighborhood for years. You want another shot? Oh, no, no, not right now. I just remembered there's an errand I got to do. Oh, say. Yeah? You mind if I take this newspaper? No, go ahead. I'm all through with it. Thanks. I'll see you later. Robert Bloomfield, huh? Second in count, huh? Must have been booming for you, sucker. <laughs> you know something? 
I'm getting to like this racket better and better all the time. This is just what I've been afraid of. I knew that if we didn't catch that thug in a hurry, he'd slack again. Who's on this Bloomfield case? Knows the merits, aren't they? Yes, sir. I'm expecting them to report back here at headquarters most any minute now. Well, let's hope they found something worth reporting. I talked to Knowles over the telephone a little while ago, Chief, and he says there's no question but that Bloomfield was slugged by the same man who attacked Morris Zelensky. Well, I'm naturally inclined to accept that view myself on general principles. But has he got any tangible evidence to prove it, sir? Both Bloomfield and Zelensky were slugged in identically the same manner, sir. Each was lowered to the back of his store and then struck over the head with a section of gas pipe wrapped in a newspaper. In both cases, the pipe and the newspaper were left behind and the money was taken out of the cash drawer. Well, those may be right, of course. But I wish he'd get back here. We've got to get action on this thing before the situation gets away from us. This slugger's put two victims in the hospital already. Yeah. And within a single day of each other. One may never regain his reason, and the other one's probably dying. Well, Broomfield's dead, so we uh, just received word. Then it is, Mike. Yes. I tell you, Captain, that... Oh, here in old Merrick's now. I was wondering when you boys were going to get back here. Yes? Have you turned up anything new on that Bloomfield slugging? He's dead, you know. Yes, sir. They told us when we came by the death. I think we have definite proof that these two attacks were carried out by the same man, Chief. Oh, isn't that piece of pipe lying there the same one that is used to slug Zelinsky? That's right, Erickson. Well, here's the one we picked up in Bloomfield's place. I'm going to put them side by side on the desk here. Ah, you see, sir? See what? What are you driving at? Both of these pipes are the same size, both approximately the same length, and they're both rusted to the same degree. So what? Well, that indicates to me that these pipes came from the same source. Further proof of my theory that both jobs were pulled by the same man. Well, we're all inclined to believe that anyway. But what does it get us? What have we got that are clues that will enable us to find the man who pulled these two jobs? Knowles, you got that newspaper that's wrapped around the piece of pipe we found in Bloomfield's store? Yeah, right here. I'll unroll it. There you are. Here's our second clue, Captain. You see this ring on the front sheet? Yes. Someone set a wet glass down on this paper, and the mark it left indicates that the glass was of the sort used by saloons for serving whiskey. Well, I'll grant you that, but as a clue, it's too vague for any value. Now, wait a minute, sir. Let me show you the back of this paper. Here, I'll unfold it and turn it over. Now, you'll notice that the back of this paper has been moistened at some time or other. The paper's been stained and lost smoothness, and there's still a noticeable odor remaining. Yes, yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. Someone spread this paper out on a moist surface while reading it. And that odor and that glass ring on the front sheet means that the wet surface was the top of a saloon bar. A saloon, eh? Yeah. But you won't get any place searching through a flock of saloons for a man who stole two pieces of gas pipe from the same junk heap. Oh, that isn't the idea, Captain. I'm going to search the saloons for a man who had a, or still has a certain watch in his possession. A watch? That's right. Robert Bloomfield had the habit of keeping his watch in the drawer of his cash register while he was in the store. Now, that watch was taken when the cash register was rifled by the slugger. And I have a full description of the watch and the number of the movement. Oh, I see. Then you have really got something to go on after all. <laughs> I think we have. And the newspaper clue merely narrows down my search for the watch to saloons in the vicinity where the two crimes were committed. Good work, boys. Just the knowledge... That we've any sort of a lead at all is a big relief to me. Uh, to all of us, I guess, sir. <laughs> well, let's get going, Noel. Right. The sooner we find that watch, the sooner we'll have a prisoner. Uh-huh.
And I'll just fold it up and slip in my pocket. If you Not taking any chances of the detective picking you up for the sluggers. What? Huh? Them dumb cops? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Well, I'll be seeing you. Now, good night, fellas. Good night. Pink Taylor, huh? What do you know about that? And only a block away, too. <laughs> hey, look where you're going, will you? Hey, what's the matter? Knows. Come along. Uh, Sorry, old fellow. Oh. Well, that's all right. Hello, Jim. Oh, Lorson. How's trick? Oh. Pretty good. Uh, you want a little of the customary poison? No, thanks, Jim. Nose and I are working tonight. Oh. Hey, who was that hard-looking gorilla that just went out? I don't know who he is. He's been dropping in here pretty regular for the last few days. I admit he looks kind of tough, but he acts okay. What you do for a living, you know? No, I haven't the faintest idea. But he can have plenty of money. <laughs> Watches, too, I guess. Watches? What do you mean? Well, I... See this watch here. He laid that on the bar alongside of the price of four drinks that he owed me and told me to take my choice. I took the watch, naturally. Beauty, isn't it? Let me see that watch. Sorry, right. take it. By George Erickson, it matches the description to a T. I'll open the back and we'll make sure. What's this all about? Uh, 14356781. That's it. That's our uh, watch, Erickson. That fellow we bumped into gave you this watch, did he, Jim? Yeah. You know where he was bound for when he left here? I haven't the faintest idea. He said he had a couple of things to do. What were you two talking about just before you went out? Oh, I don't know. We're talking about the slugger that's been operating around this neighborhood. That's about all. What does this bird have to say about the slugger? Well, I don't remember very clearly. Seems to me he said something about uh, the slugger changing his line of business, seeing as how you detectives were watching all the pawn shops, the secondhand stores. That would be a smart thing for him to do. I think. Uh, anything good. else? Any mention of any other line of business? No, nothing I can hear. Uh, no, no. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about the uh, uh, Wong, that the Chinese tailor over at Second and Nankini. Uh, this fellow suggested that Wong might be making a lot of money. That Good it... Lord, come on, Nose. There's yeah. still a bare chance that we can keep a Chinese tailor out of the morgue. Yeah, yeah. You, you let him 
go back in the room with Wong all along. No more pipe. Wong, Wong, make it him. Wong, if it's him, play the China style. Yeah, that sounds like a swell idea, huh? Wong. Wait a minute, you can't do that to me. No, I'm an American it. citizen, see? I got my rights, and I'm going to protect them, too. Yeah, I wish I, I could let you do it, Wong. Nothing would be bad enough for this yellow rat. I, I, I fixed him good, see, for hitting me with his plight. I fixed him good all the time, like a China. The more I think of the idea, the better I like it, Wong. No, but hey, you better hurry up and call the wagon, Noel, before I yield to temptation. No, Just a moment, we shall hear the concluding facts in our story. For the last six years, Rio Grande cracked gasoline has been tested and proved by the exacting drivers of police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment in the cities and counties of California. These men who know have found it to fulfill all their demanding requirements. Let's drive into a red and white Rio Grande station tomorrow and give this new liquid dynamite an honest trial. Jack Carver, alias Gas Pipe Jack, was brought to trial and speedily convicted. He was sentenced to spend the remainder of his life in contemplation of the fact that a life of crime is a losing proposition. Broadcast 299 regarding a murder. Suspect this case is now in custody. That's all. Rolls and quits. until 9.30 p.m. B-U-L-O-V-A, Boulevard Watch Time.